everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is Patrick Hurst, otherwise known as Ball Z. He is in the current U.S. tour of Gobsmacked, which is playing at Broadway in Chicago's Broadway Playhouse at Water Tower Place, December 5th through the 10th. He is now my in-studio guest. Mr. Z, Ball Z. Hey, man. I, I must say, this is probably only the second time that I've ever spoken to someone who uses beatboxing as their method of creative expression. I've spoken to countless hip-hop artists, rappers, MCs, producers, and the like. But I'm wondering, what was the beginnings of you wanting to use beatboxing as your method of expression, as opposed to a lyricist like Mm. like a rapper or a producer? Good question. I did always um, flirt with all three of those, actually. I used to write a lot uh, of, like, lyrics... Um, I also produce. I used to produce a lot of music. I, I took a break from that and I've started up again. But yeah, and it was the beatbox of the three things. I guess one thing that stood out to me about beatbox and why it's really special to me is because you can literally be anywhere in the world. You don't need any money. You don't need space. You don't need to be a certain gender even. You can anybody can beatbox anywhere at any time at any given moment and you don't need anything which is one of the like most beautiful things to me and uh, just the pure convenience of that combined with uh, how it made me feel the fact that I could beatbox literally on the toilet or <laughs> walking down the street like you know it's the, be- it's the beauty of it um, when I first started doing it like 13 14 years ago there was no video there was not I don't even think there was YouTube there might have been YouTube that just started up but there definitely wasn't any beatboxing videos on there so it was the sort of the whole mysterious like thing of it to me like the, there wasn't even that many beatboxes I've heard I'd heard of when I started there was Michael Winslow from Police Academy but that was about it because I wasn't like delving into the beatbox archives because I was a, like a 14 year old kid from Yorkshire England you I'm know? glad you mentioned Michael <laughs> Winslow he's certainly one of the first people I knew who was able to use his vocal cords and mouth just to make these yeah. crazy sounds but for me I must say growing up as a lifelong fan of hip-hop we had Dougie Fresh Yep, but I feel like that was beatboxing 101 and For then sure. somebody like Razel came along and just blew everyone's mind with not yep. only being able to lay down the beat per se but also the instruments included with that. Yep. So were, were there and I know there wasn't YouTube but were there artists back home who were also <laughs> pushing the envelope as far as what beatboxing can do? For sure, yeah. Um so how it worked with me was I started beatboxing per se when I was around 15 but I didn't know it was beatboxing so I was just I'm talking literally walking around the house going really basic stuff and then after like six or seven months of doing that and like really enjoying it but not knowing what it was and not taking it seriously my brother came home with this I have an older brother five years older he's a massive inspiration to me he's an amazing lyricist an amazing musician and he brought home this he'd heard me making these stupid noises around the house brought home this cd of a guy called killer killer and back then we're talking literally he was doing um which nowadays is like super basic but 13 years ago i was like what the <laughs> hell is this? And I remember one beat he was doing, he's going literally. And if you did that now, it, you wouldn't really get very far in a beatbox battle. But like I say, like pioneering the game 13 years ago, I heard that and it just blew my mind. So he was a massive inspiration to me, a guy called Killer Keller, that's his name. And then also another guy from the UK called Shlomo. Um, those were the two guys that were killing it back then when I first started. So You know, what's interesting to me is back in the day, as you mentioned, beatboxing is something you can just do if you're on the toilet. Anywhere you're at, we're all born with yeah. the instruments required to produce these sounds. But at one point in time, 
every crew also had a beatboxer. There yep, was the yep. MC and there was the beatboxer because he was instrumental. Do you feel like beatboxing still gets the respect that it deserves as part of hip hop's tenants? Yeah, I think so for sure. Um, that's how I started as well. When I when I started like really getting into beatboxing, I, I met some other beatboxers and then we started a crew called um, Urban Elements back in the day. And there was my brother was rapping in it, two other rappers, um, three beatboxers and DJs. So that was sort of keeping that element alive i think now it's still there's definitely definitely still a place for that however beatboxing um is still such a young art form but over the past five six years maybe a bit longer but it's really expanded it used to be in the box of like beatboxing is hip-hop beatboxing is for when there is no music and the guy wants to spit some bars so you're some guy's gonna go but now it's taken on this whole new life of you know, like some 14-year-old kid from Japan who sat in his room for 12 years and now can do this most unbel... Like, it's just breaking boundaries everywhere. So it's turned into, like, its own thing. So somebody who is unfamiliar with the art form, they think there's just maybe five or six sounds that you have mm -hmm. in your toolkit. Does it become more difficult as you try to become more advanced in it and push the envelope to create new techniques and new sounds considering... I, I, I Forgive me for saying this, that it would seem that what we are born with is limited in what you can create? Yeah, no, you're totally right. And it's a great question. The, um, I've thought that many a time. I was like, when, because so many of my friends in the beatbox world have been pushing, and I like, I like to think myself included, have been pushing the boundaries of it for so many years. And obviously I'm thinking, how far can this go? Like, there must be a limit on this. But to be honest, man, still to this day, I go on YouTube and I'll just search some, you know, latest beatboxing or some. I've got some friends who have the biggest YouTube beatbox channels and they, they like, make a thing of going around the world, finding the newest, freshest beatbox talent and then uploading the videos to the internet. And yeah, like, people are still just doing crazy stuff with the voice, still breaking the boundaries to it, to the point where I'm like, is there a lid on this? Is there, is there like, a cap? There they must be at some point. But, like I say, compared to, like, any other instrument almost, beatboxing is so young. So we have a long way to go until we hit, we hit that roof, I think, if there have, is a roof. Have people started also trying to experiment with their vocal cords and, and, and emulating chords? Um, yeah, it's something I've been working on actually recently, not a chord, but this two-tone thing. But yeah, there's lots of beat, well, not lots of beatboxers, and actually not even necessarily just beatboxers. There's a uh, woman called Lay Layla Hathaway, I was Hathaway, about to mention instance. her, yeah. yeah, she sings she, chords. Yeah, she sings chords, what the hell is that about? There's a, there's a ridiculously talented girl called Emma Robinson, um, who sings, it sounds crazy, but she sings in like auto-tune without auto-tune. But it sounds amazing, it sounds better than like official auto-tune, but she can go from like, uh to uh but without the sliding note in between so it's actually basically sounds like t-pain but like in a beautiful female voice singing it's absolutely insane that's amazing so you've already given us an example of what would be considered basic beatboxing that wouldn't get you anywhere now so what is something that might impress a room full of astute beatboxers uh, is, it, is that you? Is that your way of asking me to beatbox? Absolutely, without, <laughs> okay. without being corny and saying, "Hey, can we hear some beatbox?" <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is the bass noise that I made, which is like an inward lip roll. So I'll do some stuff with that. It sounds like.
Amazing. Go, a little morning freestyle. Still kind of early. That's amazing. <laughs> so now let's talk about Gobsmacked. Considering you are a performer who has a reputation as a beatboxer and you're renowned for this, part of joining this, I imagine, was also the desire to not just show what you can do, but maybe present something a little differently. Do you find that you're able to present a different side of Ball Z during this production? Yeah, for sure. Um, what I really love about it is it's it's challenging in many ways. So um, one thing, like, it's a very good question. Um, one side that I get to show off is the musicality side. One thing about beatboxing, which just always just like, just ticked me off a tiny bit is when, it's timing and rhythm basically. When I'm in this group, there's no way that I can be out of time because well, there is, but it sounds terrible. That's what I'm saying. Like, it has to be perfect. Um, whereas when you're doing solo beatboxing, you can sort of get away with being a little bit out of time here and there. It's it's, it's a strange one. Um, but it's always just, like, niggled at me that when someone's a tiny... I'm talking literally, like, a, just a split second where you might not even notice it if they're beatboxing on their own of someone going, like... hear that tiny bit too yeah. too quick yep. um that just sort of this this show just has trained me and made me just be completely bang on time every single time which is good um and i just love all that sort of stuff about it and it's kind of like i said before it's kind of hard to um it's it's made me understand my body more in terms of controlling my breath because when when you're beatboxing on your own you that you are the music you are the show like you can do whatever you want you can, i can literally if i'm doing a live show and I'm going, how are you guys doing? You can stop, I can take a break. But with this, it's non-stop, constant beatboxing. So what I really like about it is it turns me even more into a drummer. Like, you have to just be a drummer. You have to, like, the, like I say, don't get me wrong, I, I, they, they've incorporated lots of other stuff from my arsenal. So lots of um, instruments and bass noises and synthy sounds and stuff. But also, like, underneath all that, constantly, I... I'm just the metronome, which is great training for me. I'm literally doing throughout the whole show. But in, you should, in you should literally do that throughout the yeah, whole show. Yeah, it's just, amazing. <laughs> Bossy the human guy. metronome. <laughs> show up to your next world championship beatboxing tournament and just do that. <laughs> it's crazy. It's on time all the time. All the time. Now, I've read articles where you talk about the future of beatboxing, where you'd like it to see, and certainly platforms like YouTube are making it more possible for everybody just to see how people are upping the ante. Do you find that maybe moving forward, beatboxing and advancing the art form isn't just in the solo performances, but also maybe including it within projects like bands or even shows like this? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so I do. I, I like doing lots of that. I have a group called the Beatbox Collective as well. Um, we're the world team champions. So there's myself and six other amazing beatboxers all from the UK. Um, and we we have been working on lots of like um, pieces as a group for the past like five, six years. And I really feel that that's like a one one direction to take the beat. That's the beautiful thing about beatboxing is that you can take it in any direction. You can go and work with six singers and create an amazing piece of music. You can go and work with a funk band and you'll fit in and you can, you know, you can create some cool stuff. And yeah, just these vocal groups and, um, and like I say, like not even just vocal groups, just collaborations with, it works with everything. That's the beautiful thing about beatboxing. My friend did made up this quote, and I can't, probably going to butcher it now, but he said it's the most powerful crowd animation tool that we have. And it's kind of true. It's like you can get, a, even if it's not like a, 
one of the top 10 beatboxers in the world. But if it's just a decent, a good beatboxer, you put him on stage for even just five, six minutes. I mean, I, I'm totally pushing for doing longer shows and, and turning it into its own thing. But if you get someone on stage, beatbox for five minutes in a, a festival, everyone loves it. Lastly, as it pertains to drummers and musicians in general, certainly I'd like to believe they're universal in their abilities to assimilate to whatever genre you place before them. Though the case is you'll often find a musician who's who's very um, well versed in a specific genre. That's the reggae drummer. That's the jazz mm -hmm. drummer. Yep. Do you find beatboxes are the same? They have a preferred rhythm that they like to work within? Yeah, for sure. There is many different styles to learn. So you have a guy from France called um, Alem, who's just crazy fast technical drumming, so impressive. Um, he He's like a jazz drummer, super fast. You have... Um, I, guys like myself who have very like clean style and very realistic sounds because there was no YouTube when I first started so you can see that in my style is that I have quite an original clean style there's guys from like America a guy called Gene specifically who's doing crazy musical stuff so not just like in terms of like certain drumming styles he's doing all sorts of I can't even like replicate his style but he just stuff like that crazy like amazing vocal uh, acrobatics is the only way you can call it and yeah for sure and you see it what's what's interesting is you see different countries have different things so I'm very hip-hop and drum and bass influenced because that's the music I grew up listening to uh, when you see like the German beatboxers they're all so good at doing techno and minimal <laughs> and that and, that's uh, yeah. insane so yeah it, de it depends where you go in the world but everyone has their own uh, specific fortes yeah for sure well Bozzy thank you very much for making time for me it's been an absolute pleasure it's been a pleasure man thanks for having me on